Hey guys, we have some amazing news for all of you Life Changes Pod listeners. Our friends over at Squeeze have gifted you all $30 off your first Squeeze massage. What? Uh, Let me tell you, this is an amazing treat. They are amazing over there. So just add the code CHANGES when booking your massage online at squeezemassage.com. This offer is only good until the end of September, so go get your squeeze on right now. Go online to squeezemassage.com and book now. All right, we'll talk at you later, guys. Thanks for listening. Buddy, what's going on? It's been so long. We I missed know. you. We have. I have for We're sure. Excited to be back. Yes, with season are. three. Season three what, of the what? Life Changes podcast. podcast. Boom, boom, boom. What? 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 It do. I am one of your co-hosts, Samantha Close, and I am another one of your co-hosts, mm-hmm. Sarah Williams. Together, we make one podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That is true. We really do. We do. Hi, Sarah. Hi, Samantha. I know. We're just like touching base real quick when you came over. And I'm like at the tail end of a sinus infection. So I got that manly, you know, rusky. It's sexy, though. Husky voice. It's like Phoebe Buffay when she gets her sexy voice. She's like, and she tries to get sick again because she lost it. She needs it. She can have mine. And I, I have an ear infection, so I'm, we're perfect. I have my headphones. We're on like tonight. so. We're such a like healthy bunch right here. Together, we almost <clears throat> make a functioning adult. Yes. So yay, we're back. We're Season back. three. We're alive, <laughs> and we have. Oh my gosh! This is so exciting. I, this is like one this of was, our best yeah. guests this, so this far. Is one of my favorites for like, sure. Amazingness. So today, you may have noticed on Netflix a new film came out called Otherhood. Yes, Otherhood. Otherhood. And I'm just going to, okay, I just want to read yes, go the description. It. So, Otherhood is an honest and hilarious glimpse into the lives of three suburban moms who, after their kids leave home, hello empty nesters, yep. are forced know. to find a purpose in their lives beyond marriage and motherhood. Mm-hmm. Otherhood is a sometimes funny, sometimes heartbreaking look at three friends, Angela Bassett, hello, yes, yes. Patricia Arquette, hey, hey. oh my gosh, they're all great, Felicity Huffman, yes. what to do, Yes, <laughs> who need to figure out who they are in this stage of life beyond motherhood and that phase is called otherhood yep. um, and ultimately might be a beginning rather than an ending. Yeah. I love the name. I thought it was so catchy and so cool and like it made sense. We got um, a screener from them prior to interviewing the director, the director, Cindy, Cindy. Chupac. That was our amazing guest. Pretty exciting. So we got to interview. We're going to talk a little bit about the movie and her and then you'll get to get to listen. I wish everyone could have seen Sarah's little dance move right now. It was pretty epic. It was good. (laughs) I liked it. Thank you for that. Make a gif. I've probably done a, you know, a boomerang doing that. Seriously. But yeah, the movie was so good. We the loved it. The movie was so wonderful. Yeah, we, we got to check it out. I'm excited to watch it again. Yeah. Now that it will be on Netflix. Yeah. to watch, but. Completely I'm, finished. Yes. Polished all of it. Polished, finalized. Really, I mean, star-studded cast. Super talented. And Cindy, you, you would know, I'm sure a lot of you know her work. I personally love that she was a producer of Sex and the City. And she wrote some of the episodes. Oh, yeah, she episodes. did. Yeah. Modern, I love Sex and the City. Modern Family. Yes, love that She's show. Emmy. Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah, she is like though, this is like powerhouse, kick-ass girl boss, man. She I is. She's awesome. She's written a couple books too, mm-hmm. and they're all kind of about um, 
phases yeah that a woman goes through it's yeah it's all relatable yeah. everyone can yeah relate. the first book's about singledom the second book was about um married life oh yeah <laughs> it was all the phases that she went through and whatever she you know was going through her life changes her life boom boom changes as they say yes she would talk about <laughs> in a book and like relate yeah. to I found the titles here so both New York Times bestseller the between boyfriends book a collection of cautiously hopeful essays love it and then her second book the longest date life as a wife yeah yeah really good stuff <laughs> it was and so she was talking she talked a little as you will hear about why you know she was turned on to because she's not yet an empty nester she's not no she, she has a she has a daughter a, a daughter yeah eight I, I believe so yeah she she mentions it in the in the episode but um she now knows what to look forward to. What to expect? Because, yes. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're not looking forward to it. Um, what to expect? Because I definitely felt like I had no warning whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of people talk about this. This is how my idea started. I was just needing that outlet because I didn't know what I was doing. And so grateful to have that with you, Sarah. Aww. And now it's evolved into something so much bigger than what I had even thought of. Yes. So I'm so happy. And then... You know, to have guests like this reach out to us and want to spread the word about it, about empty nesters, and so amazing. It's really, I, I think we're both feel very honored to yes. be, you know, part of part of all this. We got to go to the press junket. Oh, at it was a so much beautiful fun. Hotel, yeah, in West Hollywood. Had a mimosa or two did. or three. Just well, that was the three I, of us. We had three. I know, <laughs> oh, one each. <laughs> um, Angela Bassett walked by. And oh, she's just gorgeous. Stunning. She's so it's she like is, unfair. She's beautiful. She's beautiful I was like, and so um, talented. My goodness. <laughs> Yeah, but it was super interesting, too. So this is Cindy Chupac's, the, the director. This is her directorial debut. Yes. So, you know, sh interesting for her to be in a new role, in a new position. And the the film is is based on a book. Mm -hmm. um, so she talks about some of that in the in the interview. Yes. But, um, interesting that she was drawn to such a topic. Yeah. And uh, you know, she knows like it's not really talked about. It's not really out there. And it's perfect that she's a female yes. director directing this topic because who else knows better no, nobody <laughs> when I think it's interesting too and something I really liked about the film is the way that it dealt with um kind of this identity crisis that these women were somewhat going oh, through yeah, because definitely. motherhood is such an all-encompassing identity oh, yeah. for so many women I mean as it as it for should 18 be because they're important yeah <laughs> that you know um it's it's an opportunity to find you know new things to take up your time and, mm -hmm. and new things about yourself but it's scary change it is, is scary. it is all changes are scary I know so many people going through this it's that season again where it's summertime people are shipping kids off to college like in a couple months or a month or so oh my and gosh. It's, you know my daughter's going back. going back she's going back and she has her first apartment so now now she doesn't have to come home I'm like, great. I've already had Aww. a meltdown. I think Did that's why I got sick. I don't know if you listeners uh, remember last year, I got really sick again. Um, what, right I, after she moved? Right after she moved, I got bronchitis right before I left for Cuba. I think I'm making myself yeah, sick. Probably. accident. Yeah. Stress. It's seriously, serious stress and serious like, is she going to be okay? Now she's got an apartment before it was a dorm and she'd have to get kicked out during the break. So I'd have her home and now she doesn't have to go home. So she moves next weekend and it's crazy. That's crazy. So that Jay's fast. like, I think you're right on schedule for this breakdown again because it happened again. I was bawling my eyes out, just freaking oh. out. You guys miss it. But it's funny because <laughs> you do it before. Mm -hmm. And I feel like so many people do it immediately following the drop off. Anticipation. You know, I, I have a good friend, uh, our friend Cassie. She does. Um, she's we call her Miss Sugar Plum. She has a sugar plum blog. <clears throat> Excuse me. My voice is cracking. <laughs> 
Um, so sexy. I shoot with her often, but she, she's based in Texas, so she'll come to L.A. every now and then for her clothing line. So anyway, she's going through this now, and she went out there just recently to the college to just get him kind of acquainted with the college. Like it's about orientation sort of a thing. Yeah, or, it's about yeah. three hours away from where they live, so it's still, like, drivable. And she does everything on her Instagram story. She tells everybody, all of her, Aww, you know, people that yeah. follow her, like, what her life's about. And he had a camp for a weekend, so she was doing all this college stuff with him, getting him prepared. It was just her and him, this road trip. He leaves for camp. She goes back to her home. She's, like, crying on Instagram stories about how she didn't know. She's already feeling it. He hasn't moved yet. He moves out in August. She's feeling it already. She's like, I'm crying already. It real to, like, Because he just went to camp, and, like, he left from the college to go to camp, and it was almost, like, a preview for her. She's like, you guys, I had no idea this was going to be like this. I thought I was strong. I thought I was handling it better. But you really just don't know, and you anticipate, or you can try to think, you know, this is how I'm going to be. And then it's not like that. I think a lot of things in life, not, I mean, it's true. You You just think you're going to be a certain way. And then it turns out till you've gone through that, that next step. It's so easy to say, yeah, no, I got it under control. Mm -hmm. Oh, I would, they're doing it wrong. I would totally do Mm -hmm. this. And then it's like, you're turning, you're like, oh shit. You're like, maybe I wouldn't, maybe I would fall apart. Maybe I'm going to be worse than Samantha. (laughs) I don't even, I don't have kids yet. I know. You have no idea. Scary. Moose, Mo- Moose's was in the living rooms for kind of the winter and the rainy months, and now, and now he's, he's outside. moved out. And that was actually that was really nice. <laughs> the fur is outside, not in. You're like it's actually bedrooms. cleaning purposes is a lot better. Super helpful. But one of the things she said is what I say too is that you're a mother for at this point 18 years, and you're supposed to just cut it off and stop. And like, how do you do that? You yeah. know, you you don't really know how to do that, so you just freak out, you cry, you go to Cuba, you. <laughs> You do whatever, and now I'm going to Spain, whatever. Something that otherhood, too, kind of discusses, though, I think, is some of the mothers Mm -hmm. with their relationship with their, they have three sons that were Yeah, which is different than what I'm going through. It's different, yeah, but, uh, and and they were, you know, the boys had been living in, in New York for several years, but what some of the mothers were having trouble doing is changing, yes. you know, because they thought that their relationships should be the same as when they lived at home and when yes. they were children. And yes. it's like, I and think it does change. It yeah. has to even after college. Cause that's, yeah. a, that's a change, but yet they're still very reliant on you. And oh, then gosh. once they're kind of adults and grown up and then that's, that's very different as well. Yeah. I'm sure marriage and, and grandchildren Ugh. and all of that. It's ah, stop. Pump you know? the brakes. <laughs> what are you talking about? Sarah? What, what did our, um, Gianna Mania <sighs> say? Our therapist we had on the show, she oh said, that goodbye starts, starts at, at birth. birth. So, you know. And it's true. And if you can wrap your brain around it, even our friends, like we talk about our friend Raya, who has um, a toddler at this point. Yeah, He's pretty oh much gosh. a toddler. Crazy. He's like, you know, a year and a half. And she, you know, just wrapping her brain around the little steps that she has to move forward with. It's so hard. And I want her to know the more she can try to do that and practice that. The, right. It, maybe the easier it gets because I didn't. I didn't think that way at, at this right. stage where where Raya's at, do. and they don't. And I hope like she can be like, okay, I enjoyed those baby months in that year, and now we're moving on to toddler or like you know, and and cherish <laughs> that. So easy. I know it is. Yeah. It is, yeah. and it's so hard. But yeah. I feel like bottling it up all these years just made it harder for me. So oh, I'm, I'm like, sure, yeah. if I can help anyone who's like little stages, it's like okay, appreciate that time. Say goodbye. It's sad, but now you're on a, a new stage, and now you're on this, and it's like Tori's like moving into our place, and you're like crying because you remember her first sleepover. Yeah, like that. seriously, that was emotional, and I just didn't deal with it. I didn't. I was just like, it's fine. I, it, I'm just gonna keep her home. She still has so many years, but it goes by so fast. Someone also put it 
in perspective, I think I can't remember who, but it was you have 18 summers basically how crazy is that 18 summers that's it 18 christmases yeah it doesn't end it's not like it doesn't end (laughs) but it's different and it's it changes it's so hard on a mom so hard and i even told jay i'm like i get it fine dad's like boohoo you guys are sad too but no i created her inside my body it's different (laughs) it is different it is i mean you know yeah it's just different. But I love that people are actually, you know, starting to talk a lot more about this. Yeah. This was a project in the works for years before this movie came out. This film was, yeah, in pre-production for 10 years. Yep. Otherhood. Yeah. And now it's, it's. I think it's just a lot pop, more popular, you know, of a subject and people are talking about it, which is great. Yeah. People realize it's it's a void that it yeah. needs discussion. Which we love, like, Larkhood is a thing yeah. now. So you, on you and Yeah. You go to her and, you know, seek out... Other fellow empty nesters. After raising kids. Yes. Larkhood. Yeah. Which yeah, is well, great. It's, it's these... interesting that too, I mean, because we started our podcast as the, um, sorry, where the life changes <laughs> now, the empty new nest. And, yeah. You know, but there is, a, there are a lot of resources for oh, moving yeah. in with a partner or for marriage yeah. or for the beginning of a romantic relationship or just a romantic relationship in general. But, you know, those resources for, for parents. So it's, it's really fun for me that we've, yeah. you know, dove so deeply into this you, topic on multiple episodes. And I know. It's, it's great. It's been awesome. And having that play that we, we got to go to the Empty Nesters Empty play. Nesters play. That was wonderful, that, that too. Was so yeah. Fun. I know. It's like throwing you in there. See, you have all the resources. I'm going Yeah. You are going to be. I know. You better be on it. <laughs> <laughs> You're going along with this ride, too. Yeah. So it's, it's been really fun. It's it's really awesome to, to be a part of all of this. And so I am not crazy. I'm not the only one. No, you are not. It's great. You're fine. You're good. <laughs> I am just trying to get by. <laughs> and you will. You and shall you. survive. But this movie is awesome. We we suggest that all of you go to Netflix and find Otherhood. Otherhood, yeah. It's fun for a girl's night or yes. fun with your kids or your parents or your oh, husband yeah. or your boyfriend. It really is just a lovely, yeah, it's it's just pretty heartwarming funny. and, and yeah. touching and funny. Yeah. Very funny some, moments. Oh, love the funny moments. <laughs> there's, there's some alcohol references that again, we're not alcoholics, but we can relate, but we do relate. <laughs> um, and I enjoyed that. That was a lot of fun. I was like, I'm her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We were all like, yeah, that is, Samantha. That is Samantha. <laughs> you guys watch it and tell me who tell, I am. Tell us, tell us what moment that was. <laughs> Who do you think I am out of the three women? Ah, uh, well, I think without further ado, yeah. we yep. introduce to you Cindy Chupak, director of Otherhood. It's amazing, guys. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Cindy. We're so excited to get the chance to talk to you and about your film Otherhood. Yes. Um, first, can we like talk about some life changes you may have experienced? Like, I know you're a writer. You've written books and a lot about like experiences women go through. Yes. So what are some of those life changes that brought you to um, the film Otherhood? Yes. Yeah, you know, I've written about every stage. I, <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I was married very young and then got divorced when he realized he was gay. Oh, um, that'll do well, it. That was, uh-huh. That's a good that, reason. That's not a yeah. stage everyone goes through. No. no. <laughs> Many people date gay men but don't usually marry them but I, <laughs> I'm an overachiever that way there you go <laughs> and let's marry young and then divorce that yeah, happens I mean, it happens so I was a young divorcee but I still relate to everything that it feels like to go through a divorce and just feel like a failure and have to tell all your mm. friends and rethink mm-hmm. your life and um and then I started writing about dating and 
television writing and that's kind of what brought me eventually to Sex in the City. Oh, love, by the way. Love, love, favorite, love, love, love. Favorite, favorite. <laughs> love it. So I had years and years of dating and then became kind of a dating expert, which always seemed funny to me because it's like <laughs> if I knew what I was doing, I would not be single, single. this long. <laughs> dating is an art. Yeah. But I did have like a column for Glamour and oh, the Oprah magazine eventually. Um, so And wrote a book, the Between Boyfriends book about mm-hmm. dating. Um, and then... So then when I finally married again, I felt like my career's over because what does anyone want to hear from me about <laughs> being, married. being married? You're just so boring. <laughs> and then eventually I wrote my another book, The Longest Date, Life as a Wife. And because I realized, is, why don't people well, talk about exactly. marriage yeah, in the yeah. same way? And the ups and downs. It's oh, not yeah. just like happily ever after. No. Right. Which it totally <laughs> isn't. I mean, I had such growing pains. Like I still think of him as kind of like this house guest that won't leave. Yeah. <laughs> Did he move in with you? He moved in with me. I think that's how my boyfriend feels sometimes. I know, right? <laughs> um, you know, and then we got a dog, and then we adopted our daughter, and so then oh. heading into motherhood, I had that same feeling of like, who am I now, and what do I, and, um, but each stage, I feel like I've tried to gravitate toward television projects and mm-hmm. film and writing these books and essays that reflect this time, because I mm-hmm. feel like there's this extraordinary ordinary life that we all lead that is so interesting to me and Mm -hmm. to try to write about it and talk about it in a way that women haven't quite verbalized yet but will hopefully recognize as what they've felt about these life stages Mm -hmm. um, is kind of a great challenge to me and to try to do it with humor so otherhood was kind of the next I'm not quite there yet but that stage of um, empty nesting is since I'm an older mom all my friends are going through it and um, I'm still their age and I still feel this sense of like I still have half a life to live and what Mm -hmm. do I want that that to be and Mm -hmm. I feel like otherhood kind of can stand in as a term for many times in your life when you're not who you thought you were which Mm -hmm. you guys talk about on your podcast a lot yes we do (laughs) that happens a lot too in life yeah yeah, we were discussing how you and I are opposites I don't have anything in common with my friends because I'm a younger mom and I'm going through this and my friends are moving in with boyfriends and starting their lives and having babies so (laughs) such a different you know stage so every stage is is difficult. Yeah, you have to find your way, and you kind of find your tribe. And this yep, movie is yeah. about women who became friends when their kids started going to school. And when I, when my daughter started, I felt, even though I was an older mom, that was my tribe—the mothers mm-hmm. of kids yeah. her age. Yeah, and there's still the people who have all the information I need. Our kids yeah. are the same stage, age. So this movie being about a friendship that started then and continued on and these women are now dealing with empty nest together was inspiring to me. Even though, since you're not an empty nester yet, how much of the film is kind of autobiographical or maybe based on people in your life or real life experience? I know the film, it's also based on a book as well. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure there's a blending of all of that. (laughs) Yeah, there's a blending. I think uh, it's based on a British book by William Sutcliffe called Whatever Makes You Happy, Mm. although now it's been re-released as Otherhood. Oh, Oh, nice. Um, (laughs) But uh, he... It's a great book, and it's a, and there's a lot that's still in there. But it took place in London, and the mom, the moms were mums, and it was like a little more dear, and there wasn't as much about the friendship of the moms. Oh, gotcha. Um, and so then Mark Andrus wrote a draft, and I rewrote that draft. So there was so much in Mark Andrus's draft that I loved, and it's what attracted me to this project originally. Um, but there has over the years of revising it, because it took about ten years to make this movie. Say, yeah, what? <laughs> what was that process that. like? I was yeah. like, wow. You know, I get that movies take a while. Yeah, but. I never understood how that was possible when I heard those stories until I lived it. But 
I, I would say for the first, you know, the first year I came on as a rewriter and mm-hmm. I rewrote the script and I loved the script so much. I took the job to protect the script mm-hmm. really because I didn't think it should be a big broad comedy or a dark quirky indie. It, it had elements of both. It was a, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, a dramedy as they say, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But it kind of was, you know, 10 years ago, there wasn't as much space for these kind of stories, yeah. especially stories about women, women of a certain age, yeah. first time female director. There were a lot of obstacles then to getting it made which are not there now but anyway originally I just did the rewrite and sent it even though that's not the job of the rewriter I sent it to all these directors I loved mostly male because that's mostly who I knew and none of them really responded and um it kind of went into turnaround and then about five years in the producer Kathy Shulman and I decided like maybe she encouraged me to think about directing it yeah and I'd been writing television for like 20 years but that was that was my other otherhood oh nice (laughs) of like do I want to it can do I have the nerve to take this on it took a lot of nerve even though I've been writing for a long time to step into that position of director and would actresses sign on with me and would financers finance me and could I just get used to saying I was the director (laughs) (laughs) and um and then we went through all sorts of trouble casting for and financing just all sorts of hurdles until kind of the world changed it felt like me too women coming into their Mm -hmm. own Netflix coming along which was just a lot of diverse voices movies that didn't fit into that tent pole so much Mm -hmm. new opportunity there yeah Yeah, so many great shows and voices and um, diversity and they can go for a smaller audience but a unrepresented audience Mm -hmm. which is as it turns out a big might be a very big audience (laughs) it is it really is a lot of women out there who happen to be empty nesters as well yeah yeah. I'm so happy to see ourselves represented in these different shows with all these different facets it makes me very excited we we got to watch the movie already and we loved it we loved it it, it, (laughs) love the humor too it was just so funny it's definitely different on as far as I'm an empty nester to a daughter Uh so it's it's crazy to see the other side of how it could be for moms out there that are empty nesters to sons because it 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 can totally be different so yeah Yeah, what was the decision to make it uh three boys um or was that how it was in the book in the book so that was that was the I think the relationship the author was most interested as a male, he felt like there was an underrepresented, um, to show the relationship between an adult Mm -hmm. man and his mother, he felt like it was always kind of showing that somebody was a mama's boy or it was always a negative for adult men who were close to their mothers in films. And he felt like in books and in films, he hadn't seen much of that. So he wanted to explore that because his relationship with his mom is important and ever-changing and tricky. Um, And so... I think the book was very much about that exploration of adult boys and their moms. And then I loved it because I've always loved like Nick Hornby. I like a a lot of male writers. He wrote High Fidelity and About a Boy. And Mm. he's kind of pulled the curtain back on the male psyche. So Mm -hmm. I like having that element, having Mm -hmm. written about women a lot. Yeah. To be able to see these young adult men that are often kind of like... How, how do men think about relationships yeah, and their right. mothers? And they don't talk about it much because yeah. men yeah. aren't, quote, allowed to, or, you know, they kind of have feel to be like the strong sh- ones. Yeah, they yeah. Like, be emotional, vulnerable. Yeah. yeah, I love that. So I like that aspect of it. And then I, you know, really, but I still think it's relatable to anybody who's a mom and anybody mm-hmm. who has a mom. Oh, yeah. yeah. You, it made me cry the, oh, when the, yeah, when the son the was sensitive and yeah. sending. And my daughter, it was weird. She, she didn't get to see it. She's home for the summer right now, but she ended up buying me flowers yesterday and surprising me. And I was like, <laughs> Thank you. It's had, a, it's had a subconscious effect. Yeah, I, seriously, it was very sweet. But it, it, Osmosis through the family. I know, right? But I could definitely relate. I was like, oh, poor moms. And I love how clever it, otherhood. I love that. Yeah. So much. That was like a really good little. 
It was yeah, good Partway part through the process, we, um, my producer, Kathy Shulman, helped. Um, she produced Bad Moms. Oh, love. And, <laughs> also and love. At a, at a certain point in this film, when we were having trouble getting it made, she said, you know, Bad Moms, part of the success was it really identified a time in life for mm-hmm. women. And maybe, and that was always in this film, but we hadn't really embraced, like, what is the term? What is the meaning of yeah. this time in life? So we... I ended up coming up with otherhood because it was like, you're not a mother. What are you? Yeah, <laughs> something else. So and, hard. Yeah. And like you said, can be used in other times in your life when you feel like other. Yes. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Just so often. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I really liked in the film how each character had to go through their own personal change. No one was really divisive. Like everyone kind of grew and had the growing pains, but mm-hmm. in the end kind of came out a little happier and mm-hmm. better people too, I felt watching it. And that was, I, right. I think that was really very well done, very well executed. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, it was a, it's a lot to juggle. Uh, it was, you know, the six, three, three mothers, three boys, boys are friends, mothers are friends, the complications in the boys, one of the boy, the boys' romantic relationships, mm-hmm. and then the relationships <laughs> yeah. between the mom and yeah. sons. We actually rehearsed a bit. Um, we got together we did a table read but then I had the three women rehearse together and then the mothers and son combos rehearsed together and um and then Jake Hoffman who plays Daniel uh he's Dustin Hoffman's son actually I don't oh, know if he seems oh, familiar. Really? yeah um, I could see it in the face yeah he's so good <laughs> yeah he, he came in and read with a lot of actresses we were auditioning for both he has a terrible date in the movie and then he has a girl right. that he's oh in my love God. with egg. and he was, that was he was hilarious. auditioning with both so he's like I'm, I feel like I'm looking for my soulmate and also yeah. my worst date the worst date ever <laughs> so funny that egg reference was hilarious that was good he probably could have read your book for insight on both good dates yeah. and bad yeah. dates yes exactly <laughs> But, he, but I do love, I love in movies and in TV shows when you actually love and understand every character. Mm-hmm. And I really wanted that. I don't think there's like one antagonist or one protagonist necessarily. Everybody's kind of their own, their, and their protagonist kind of in their own story. too, yeah. yeah. And yeah. all flawed. All have something to learn. All need to move somewhere. And so it's kind of a fun story that they all, it moves them all, not the way they thought they might, but in other ways. Yeah. What were some of your biggest challenges and successes being this your directorial debut either mm. on set or just kind of in the, in, I mean, we talked about pre-production, but once you were actually there and then getting the film released? Um, well, I just had to get over my uh, my nerves of mm. probably, I, I felt so honored to have these powerhouse actresses. And oh yeah. Stella yeah. cast. Yes. And the so second great. day of filming was, we filmed with all three women. So I just felt really intimidated, but also... <laughs> I, I they all have different styles and I kind of had to get used to what kind of direction they liked and how to be helpful and how yeah. to just get out of their way and um, and they were all so supportive and um, such great collaborators and mm-hmm. because we had the time in rehearsal we kind of got to know each other and but it's still I remember that day when all three of them were there like oh my god I've been entrusted with this <laughs> incredible <laughs> national treasure of talent <laughs> um, it was so good though but then um yeah, and then I think uh, it was really fun. It was surprisingly fun and easy. I would say easy because I've had so many years being around every aspect of um, producing television shows. And, and you've won Emmys and you're, you're seasoned, <laughs> we can say, right? But, but I think women still, uh, maybe women more than men, you know, there's statistics that we feel if there's one if there's 10 qualifications for a job and we're missing two, we aren't going to apply for right. that job. Mm-hmm. And men can have two qualifications and will apply for that yeah. job. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I might be overstating that. Yeah. <laughs> but it sounds true. Yeah. Um, we're going with it anyways. 
so I think that happened to me and stops a lot of women from trying things like, for, as, for example, directing. I, um, I really knew every aspect of the job except um, the camera part seemed intimidating to me. Mm. And I understand blocking a scene and how to sort of, you know, how I wanted it to feel and set up and how I wanted everyone to move, but then figuring out where, where to set the cameras, what kind of lens, what kind of shot. Technically, yeah. And um, that just stopped me for so long. And then mm. finally I realized I'm, I'm going to have a DP who knows that inside exactly. and out. We're going to yeah. work together yeah. and um, try to focus on the parts I do understand and know. And yeah. for me, the heart of the story was what attracted me and what I wanted to preserve and that was what everything served so it was fun to realize that that was enough yeah. more than enough really more than enough telling a good story exactly that's what people want to see yeah it's something that touches their heart you know oh yeah yeah, yeah. and yeah. it does does it um are you looking forward do you feel more prepared to when <laughs> when the time comes to be an empty nester um I I feel like every day with my daughter who's eight now. I have like ten years. I know it flies by, but I feel very aware. I feel very aware, like I want to be in the moment and enjoy yeah. every moment because she still thinks I'm so cool. Yes, <laughs> I remember eight being really fun. Oh my god, she just loves being with me. Yeah, and I know I feel like I'm aware it's gonna go away, and she yeah. doesn't even know, but oh, I yeah. know. Yeah, and I just feel like I want to hang on to every second. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I think so I'm that's... trying to stay in the moment, and um, but I feel like I'm morning at the same time that it's uh-huh. momentary <laughs> it, it yeah every stage every step is 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 like that um I feel like my challenges are definitely now that she's in college and out of the house and officially getting her own apartment now she doesn't technically have to come home for the holidays <laughs> for long I can see us taking a, a road trip up to Northridge and I'll be in the back you know, oh yeah. shooting yeah. whiskey oh yeah I totally related I was like that's me I'm in the back seat drinking that scene. <laughs> but were you guys like I so much of who I became was because I put distance between my parents and myself mm-hmm. I mean they're they're still alive and they're in, te- in Texas and <laughs> I just like I like having some distance and but now I'm so aware how yeah. bittersweet that's gonna be exactly that my daughter's gonna need that yeah. I know need their own space to yeah. fly and grow yeah yeah, yeah. It, it's just a transition that has to happen and just yeah yeah, so yeah. I remember yeah. My, my mom saying because we were very close she's mm-hmm. like it you know it doesn't it's not bad it just changes yeah, they, yeah. you know they become more of your friend than yeah right what you can't tell them what to do anymore yeah <laughs> they can and then That's they been won't very listen. hard for me <laughs> as the film when I was meeting actresses for this film um a lot of the women were going through this the actresses mm-hmm. and they just oh. all had such interesting stories of how they were refine redefining themselves yeah. and what they were doing and uh like um we met my gosh I'm suddenly forgetting her last name <laughs> Tom Hanks wife Rita oh, Wilson yes. Rita Wilson yes. recording music now yes. and, you know a lot of women like kind of rediscover uh, some passion they had that they let go of or something that they set aside from mm-hmm. when they had kids so the renaissance and yeah. for the relationship and marriage too yeah, yeah. that's still some people some people start podcasts like you know you never know <laughs> there you, you go <laughs> No, but that's it, so great. But it is. It is like finding who you are because you're a mother who has no one to mother anymore. And it's right. such a weird. I mean, my dogs are like, okay, mom, calm down. Because I'm just like, smother. 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 What else not can I do? That, right? I know. I know. Yeah. So what's next for you in your career? Directorial debut. Is that going to be the first of many, we hope? Yeah. I, I hope so. I mean, I really enjoyed it. I was so passionate about this film for so long. Yeah. And um I have to find something that I love as much or yeah. write something new that I love as much. Yeah. I feel like it takes me a while sometimes between stages in other right. otherhood stages to figure out what I have to say. Like yeah. when I first married, I felt like I had nothing more to say. <laughs> and then I realized I had a lot to say. Yeah. So I feel like I'm there again where I need to figure out like yeah. what I have enough to say about yeah. that Probably I want to. takes a minute once you get into that next phase to realize even what phase you're in now. Yeah, yeah. You know? exactly. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. 
or yeah, hopefully it's not something that totally surprises you. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> a little divorce phase. <laughs> common, no, yes. not a fun one, but a common yeah. one. <laughs> yeah. So funny. Aww. Well, I did. Well, I have enjoyed all of the all of the shows that you have done. Thank I'm you. Big yes. fan of yours. Modern Family, Love Bites. Oh my gosh. Oh, okay. actually, I'm an actress, and I've done audition pieces from Love Bites. Oh, I love so that. Yeah. So fun. <laughs> this little circle here. I yeah, feel like comes. had I only done that show later with streaming, I could have done it. You know, per, it was a mm. show kind of like. You, your audience is probably too young to know Love American Style, but like a romantic comedy anthology, it's still available online. But yeah. um, but each episode, since it was three little stories that were kind of intertwined, it seemed like such a fun idea, but for network TV to try to come up with three new stories each time, it was like writing three wow. pilots each wow. week. That's a lot so, of work. Yeah, we had some characters that carried over, but it was an ambitious idea that I feel like now would be, I could you could so do it for streaming and you could plan out the whole season and write the whole season before you filmed it. Yeah. And, and so it I was ahead of my time. You were, yeah. <laughs> anthologies are, I feel, very popular now. Yeah. You've got like Black Mirror and then you've got yeah. um, American yeah. Horror Story and things like that that are yeah, new you can each get, time. Yeah, you can get some really good um, actors and directors too for things. And it's fun yeah. for actors to know there's going to be changes. You're not playing the same thing for years mm-hmm. and years. Right. <laughs> Don't have to get pigeonholed. Yes. Uh, well, what's well, the easiest way to, to find you um, for our listeners to go ahead and um, Google you? Um, <laughs> or, or on the gram. Or Instagram. No, I don't have enough. I um, Social I, media. Yeah, I basically, uh, I'm on Facebook. The movie Otherhood is coming on Netflix August 2nd. I have this site, but um, it's cindyshupak.com that has a lot of my writing and um, pieces and stuff. So that, But I can't update it anymore. Okay. <laughs> because it was on some tool that doesn't. It died. <laughs> It's like a time capsule then. There you go. Like maybe my next phase needs to get more tech savvy. But anyway, <laughs> busy writing. We can just Google you. You can you know, Google, you can find Google you. her. There you go. Um, but definitely Otherhood, please go watch it. Or yes. please just sit on the couch and Netflix and chill. Netflix and chill. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And have girlfriends maybe. It's oh, a fun yeah. show to watch. It really is. A, fun yes. movie for a little girlfriend. glass or a bottle? A big glass. <laughs> you know how we do it. Yeah. <laughs> We sometimes say we're not alcoholics, but <laughs> we enjoy it. We just like drinking. We enjoy the wine. Yes, seriously. Thank you so thank much you. for, for joining us on the podcast. Yes. And we know you've got lots of interviews today. And yes, we appreciate it. Yeah, we, we love the film and we can't wait to see its success. And yes. watch it again when it comes out. Thank know, you so much. Thank yeah. you. All right, everybody. Bye. 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 <laughs> That's just what we say. That. Yeah, we just do that. Now I said it with you. I love it. <laughs>